Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is good. He got it. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome to another Arrowheads Abroad podcast with myself, Brad Simcox, and the Arrowheads Abroad Chief of Chiefs himself, Tom Childs. How's it going, mate? You all right? I like the new intro. Yeah, you liked that, didn't you? Chief of Chiefs. Chiefs. Chief of Chiefs. I'm not going to lie, I've become accustomed to the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo. (laughs) But I I like to change it up a bit. Yeah, no, I I like it. I think I prefer that. Chief of Chiefs. Chief of Chiefs. Yeah. But you're you're the leader of the group, mate. You keep us all ticking. Yeah, but that means that one day someone's going to overthrow me or murder me. Mm. Or actually, who, who's the heir to the Arrowheads Abroad throne? Because my son, I think he's too young. Yeah. like He's at 20 months old. Are we doing a Game of Thrones link here? Because I'm actually really into that in a minute. Yeah, you have you caught up yet? No, I'm, I've started season five now. Okay, so, so you've had the Red Wedding. I've had the Red Wedding, I've had the Purple Wedding, and I've had the... Um, the the kind of head grip moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a bit of a shock. Yeah. Yeah. When the red wedding happened, did you feel like you had your soul ripped out a little bit? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I remember when me and me and the missus watched it many a year ago. That we just sat there watching it, and then it happens, and we just sat there in silence for like half an hour yeah <laughs> like, it was didn't literally say like a family member had died that's what it was <laughs> like wasn't it <laughs> it is for me game of thrones is an excellent series my problem with game of thrones is that if you watch it week to week it can be very slow you are watching it in the best possible way where you can just binge episode after episode after yeah. episode like if you can somehow drag this out until April next year, which will be a tough ask. What free series to drag them out <laughs> over s- seven months? But if you can drag it out a little bit, you are going to watch Game of Thrones in the best possible way. I can't drag it out though. I mean, we've been watching it for what something like three weeks. Is it and three weeks? Done. Must be three weeks. About that, it, and we've just been watching them back to back to back to back. To back to, trying to get like two or three in a night. It um, is very good, and it's it just like very, you've very got good. to watch the next one, and you've got to, you know, you've, you think I can't leave it like that. I've got, I can't, I've got to find out what happens now, so I go to bed. All right. So basically, you're getting up and being as tired as I am, apart from you're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm looking after babies. <laughs> you're yeah. having fun watching Game of Thrones. Oh, my two, are, my two are no, uh, no fairy tale, these, these two, you know. They're, uh, you know. Oh, man. When they get older, they seem to get worse as well. Oh, God, don't tell me that. At the moment, do you know how I feel? Obviously, for the people that don't know me or are new to the show, I've got two very young sons. One is four weeks old and one is 20 months old. And... Honestly, I feel like every day I've been staying up to watch Monday Night Football. <laughs> every day? <laughs> That's how I feel like at the moment, is that every single day I'm staying up till one o'clock in the morning to watch a Chiefs game, and then they lose. <laughs> and it's like five o'clock in the morning. That's how I feel right now. Do you know what? Sleep should be like a currency, shouldn't it? When, you, when, you, when you're a new parent or something, it should be like a currency. You know, it's like you just buy your way with sleep. So yeah. anybody could buy you, anybody could bribe you by saying, do this and I'll give you 10 minutes of sleep and you'd do it. Yeah, or there should be like government officials that will come round yeah. and look after your children for like an hour. <laughs> so you get an hour where they come round, 
the babies and kids don't do anything. They say, right, Mr. and Mrs., you can go to sleep for an hour uninterrupted. There you go. That would be a good idea, I think. Let's get it in, mate. Let's see what happens. Yeah, well, we once did have an episode where we decided that we were going to be Parliament and take over, so maybe that can be another one of our policies. (laughs) Another one of the policies. (laughs) Yeah. No, that sounds good. Yeah, uh, new new parents up until the age of what eighteen, <laughs> <laughs> you get an hour every day to sleep, even at work. That sounds great. I'll do that. that. Sounds terrific. <laughs> right, should we talk a bit of football, mate? Do we have to? Yeah, we have to. We have to, we have to talk briefly about the last game, and I want to say briefly about the last game because um, you, it was five days ago. <laughs> well, it was five days ago, yeah, but I, I just had to raise a few issues that. Well, it was one main issue, really, if we're being honest, wasn't it? It was the uh, the Chiefs didn't look very good against the Bears. The offense looked all right. I, I'll give them that, and we we should expect this vanilla offense um, during preseason. And people have all been saying to me on that on Twitter because I I lit I lit up Twitter with my rants. Um, <laughs> I was trying to be so good on the Arrowheads Abroad Twitter page <laughs> when I was doing the live tweets. Um, but I was just—I just felt my blood boiling, and every now and again, I kept jumping onto my own uh, Twitter page and just having a bit of a blowout, and then going back onto the Arrowheads Bro Twitter <laughs> page, just so I didn't get wrong, you know. Um, so it's but, one of those where the the tweets are not my are not necessarily the views of Arrowheads Abroad; they yeah. are tweets of myself type thing. Yeah. yeah. If anybody reads them back, they'll go, "That's where I think he snapped." <laughs> fact, do you know? Do you know what? I was having a conversation about you the other day before we go into the Bears game. All right. And I won't tell you who it was, but it was someone. And I'm not going to tell you how I had the conversation, whether it was face-to-face, on the internet. Or was it Margot phone. Robbie? No, it wasn't Margot Robbie. Kylie Minogue? Uh, Kylie Minogue said you were dapper as hell. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> no. I knew it. <laughs> well, yeah, everyone does. Um <laughs> And someone said to me that you say stuff to get a reaction. You are basically like Coward or Skip Bayless. <laughs> what do you say to that? Um, there is an element of that. There is an element of that, especially when I do the YouTube videos. There is elements of that when I just throw something in there and everyone... It, you can tell by the comments. All the comments are pretty much the same on the YouTube video because <laughs> I'll just throw something in there that's quite controversial. Not, not over the top controversial, but quite controversial and it kind of gets people talking on it which is good uh, and we can have a good discussion about it it's it's all about i mean everything's going to be different in everybody else's mind isn't it you know mm-hmm. what i see on a from a, a from a, a player on the chiefs might not necessarily be the same from another player uh, from another person another fan kind of thing mm. so yeah it's nice to get that's what i love about this game though because you get various viewpoints it's I mean, very subjective, it's, isn't it? It is, yeah. And and you know, I like I like checking out uh, Seth Kaiser's Twitter page because he does a lot of, um, you know, he does a lot of the uh, all twenty two footage, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And what he sees sometimes is not necessarily what other people see. It's weird. It's it's so weird. It's 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 almost like I'll concentrate on something on that play, mm-hmm. and somebody else will concentrate on another thing, and you then have that kind of like discussion point you never have a blowout you never have somebody saying you're absolutely talking out your backside um but yeah it's it's that mutual kind of respect that people have that will still point out different things that you haven't seen so yeah i do i do add a little bit of controversial thing in there but not all the time you've got to get them hits right 
Yeah. Oh yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but I, I like the discussion point as well yeah. because I, I, I mean, everybody knows I'm uh, one of those fans that's I, I'm a rose tinted spectacles kind of guy mm-hmm. with the Chiefs, and you know I won't have anything bad said about them, but. I have the right to say something bad about them sometimes, <laughs> being the, being a fan and all that. But I, I ride on my emotions, and a lot of the time, your emotions can actually blink at you from what's actually right in front of you on the on the screen. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, sometimes I feel I, I have to step back from that sometimes, just to make sure that I am seeing what other people are seeing. But it's almost like they bring me back down to earth. The comments bring you back down to earth. Yeah, the, the well, comments bring me back down to earth. I'm like, all oh, right, yeah, okay, I'll see that a bit now. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not all seeing. I'm not the all seeing eye on the Chiefs. Nobody is. But it's just nice to have that bit of engagement. Well, Brad, it, I must say, I've known you what three years now. Yeah, it was yeah about three years ago we met in the pub. It's when I handed you that Wembley jersey. That it's you amazing won for jersey. I love that jersey. And I must say that's probably the most grown-up conversation I've ever had with you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do go off it a bit on our, uh, our kind of like chats that we have. Um, yeah, and like I said, every now and again, I do put something on Twitter. I'm like, oh, let's, let's see what I get. Let's see what reaction I get from this. Yeah. Let's let's trade Eric Berry for Paxton Lynch. <laughs> like, did you see that article yesterday? I can't believe we're talking about it. But, but Paxton Lynch. Yeah, about signing Paxton Lynch. Like we're gonna go through the roster in a bit and yeah, yeah, yeah. give we, our we fifty-three prediction. But that was like the ultimate clickbait for me. Like a quarterback that's not good enough for the Broncos, they reckon that we should go and sign him and take his contracts on with him as well. Come on, he's like I, I know where what you're gonna you say get this well. from. Like, yeah. <laughs> Leave it alone, please. Some things do not need to be written, and that was one of them. Did you not see the tweet I put out, though? No. I said, I can actually understand this. <laughs> Coming tomorrow, Brit Chief, we should sign Paxton Lynch. <laughs> no, I'm not saying we should sign him, because I think he's one of those players that has... He's, he's had his chance at the Broncos. There's nothing. There's not going to be a magic wand waved or anything like that to get... Paxton Lynch to be playing any better under Andy Reid, um, and we've got our QB one. We've I am convinced we've found our QB two as well in mm-hmm. Young Chase Lytton, which I'll mention later on. Um, but Paxton Lynch, I think I think he's one of those that he has to go to another team where he's getting the starting job, but nobody's going to get nobody's going to give him that chance. He's miles away from. The he's miles job. away. Exactly. Uh, I genuinely think this is probably the deepest the league as a whole has been in quarterback in a long, long time. Like mm-hmm. you hear it on a lot of other shows, a lot of other articles and stuff. Like it's crazy that a, in a, a planet that has what six billion people, or is it seven billion now? I don't know, but there's only like thirty-two like competent quarterbacks. Only thirty-two, yeah. and for once we, it looks like we might have thirty-two good quarterbacks. Like, yeah. there's no quarterback that you look at that's going to be starting this year, and you think, actually, he sucks. Yeah, they even the new ones, chance. even the rookie ones that have come on. Exactly, Rosen looks like he's going to come and do all right. Donald uh, looks good. Donald's got the starting job in the Jets after they traded Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, yesterday. that was a shock. Yeah, um, you've got Allen in Buffalo. They seem to be really high on him. Like, there's a number of good quarterbacks in this league now, and it just seems mad that 
we have this situation where where every single team has a good quarterback and on the flip side of that you look at the teams that are going to be losing their quarterback soon like Phil Rivers um like San Diego yeah LA third time lucky uh, <laughs> I still call him San Diego child I'm, I'm always saying that man <laughs> a whale's vagina um <laughs> Right, uh, New England, Pittsburgh, all these teams that are going to be losing their quarterbacks in the coming years. Law of averages says that they're not going to be lucky enough to pick up another great quarterback. So mm. hopefully, we might see a period where these sort of teams go in up the swanee basically and aren't any good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, you didn't watch the Bears game, did you? You, you were you were watching Arsenal. I was watching Arsenal at the time. Well, I was travelling home from. All oh, right. But were you getting the game day tweets? Palava, I was. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have watched it since. Yeah, I've watched it, the game in forty. You know, Game Pass they break it down for you. Um, I've watched it. I've watched it in forty. Um, yeah, not good. No, the de- not, the defense didn't look good at all, did it? No, and that's the I'm, thing that's panicked everyone. I think. I think um, it might have been blown out of proportion a wee bit. Um, Anthony Hitchens and Ragland, they didn't look great, but they haven't played together. All all summer I they, they did alright they aren't fit yet yeah. enough yet they're not they still got another couple of weeks until or 10 days until we play the Chargers so that will come um, Scandrick did okay he got burnt obviously hard on one play but that was just okay the one the though yeah I give him the um, benefit of the doubt on that D-line Chris Jones only played a couple of snaps Alan Bailey didn't play um, pass rush looked a bit anemic but obviously the bit or the unit that come out that worse away is probably the secondary. Yeah. Um, David Amerson mainly got highlighted as one of the poorest performers of that week. He can't play press coverage, I'm afraid. He's just going to get burned all the time. Which is scary considering that's what he was brought in to do because yeah. he had a good year a couple of years ago playing in a, in a press scheme. And then he looked out of sorts in a zone coverage scheme, which he ran last year and had a terrible year, to be honest. Um, so that was the hope that he would come in and pick up his form of two, a couple of years ago and lead off from there. But mm. it hasn't turned out that way. Um, when we get into the 53, we'll discuss him a little bit more and where we think mm-hmm. he stands yeah. on this team. But yeah, he wasn't particularly impressive. Chase Daniel looked good. Do you remember that guy? Uh, <laughs> he did, yeah. Um, he looked like he was ready for Canton against us. Um, he, he, he had a he had a hell of a night. Um, that was that was his career game, I think. He, he did really well, and and but he, he always does in preseason. I remember when, when he was with the Chiefs preseason. I was like, oh, do you know what? He's pretty darn good, this guy. Yeah, you were one of those guys calling for Alex Smith to be dropped for Chase Daniel, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and there were so many of them. It was before the 2015 season. There, there was, was, yeah. But, so but many. then, look at him. He's doing all right. He's mind mind you, we did we did make him look good as well. Exactly. So, if um, he did, if he lit it up against the Jags defense, I would probably be like, okay, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, it's all right, it, was, yeah. it was the Chiefs' week free preseason defense yeah. without Eric Berry. You know, so you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. hold that bandwagon just a little bit. Yeah. Well, the uh, preseason four games literally hours away while we're recording this, uh, mm-hmm. so we thought we'd give our thoughts on who may or may not make the fifty-three man roster. Um, I've got some names down of my fifty-three. It'd be interesting to see if you've got the same. 
Yeah, <laughs> it really is. So uh, how are we going to do this? We're going to go through. We're going to go in categories. Group? We're going to go through. Uh, yeah, we're going to go through the position categories. So uh, we'll start off obviously quarterback. Okay, okay. Um, I've got Mahomes, Henny, and Lytton. Snap. Snap. Yeah, I, I, I think Chase Lytton's done enough, and I think he'll do even better tonight as well. Um, yeah. I, I just, I just like the prospect we've got of him, and he's just been like this unearthed hidden gem. Yeah, uh, and I, he'll be cheap. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be cheap keeping Ex- the... exactly that. I I like what they've set themselves up for in the quarterback room. They've got the young stud in Mahomes. That is his. It's his car. It's his yeah. team. He's got the keys. No one's coming anywhere near it. Then you've got a capable backup in Chad Henney, hmm. um, who has looked good so far in preseason. And I'm sure if the worst case did happen with Mahomes he could win a few games especially with the weapons and Andy Reid as coach I think we could do okay with Chad Henney and then you've got the project yeah in Chase Lytton uh, similar to Taylor, Tyler Bray hung around for years and years and years um, cheap as you said and has impressed so far in preseason I'm yeah. looking forward to watching um, or seeing how he gets on tonight against the Packers or yesterday for most of you listening um, to the show now Um it, it will be an interesting watch. I just don't think Matt McLoyne really offers anything. No. Right. And it, it's 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 almost like we've got that kind of veteran player already in Henny, haven't we? And we and the thing that Henny knows about is he knows he's going to be the backup all the time. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be wanting to push Patrick Mahomes for that position. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to look over his shoulder for him or anything like that. It's yeah. just, like you said, it's his car. He's driving it. Yeah. Uh, and he's got, he's got Henny there as a perfect passenger who's just guiding him a little bit, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, I but I really like Lynn. I really like him. I think he's got some good attributes, that kid. Um, and like well, said, hopefully, he's cheap. hopefully we never have to see him. Like, yeah, well that's it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, if we have him as QB three, keeps keeps that distance away from Mahomes, so he's not having this little young upstart um, tr- trying to <laughs> upset the apple cart kind of thing. Yeah. Um, running backs. I've got Kareem Hunt, obviously Spencer mm-hmm. Ware, which. Incidentally, quite impressed me when he came back against the Bears. Mm-hmm. Looked really good. Uh, Damien Williams, he's impressed me as well. Uh, Darrell Williams, Darrell Williams. Okay. And I've got Anthony Sherman. You can't you can't leave the Shermanator out, can you? See, I've got Hunt where Damien and Anthony Sherman. I've left out Darrell. Oh, yeah. Despite impressing me, I just think that the Chiefs have an issue at another position that they need to throw as many bodies at it as they possibly can. And I think running back will be the place that they will cut ties from someone else yeah, uh, with someone to make... So you think they'll go with three running backs or do you think they'll go with four? I think they go with the three running halfbacks yeah. in traditional terms and then the one fullback in Anthony right. Sherman. Um, I think if something happened to one of the backs, Hunt, Ware or Damian Williams, then they will have options to... To pull in if they can stash Kerwin or Daryl away on the practice squad, yeah, um, then that will obviously prove beneficial. Um, I might be wrong. I know a lot of people are saying Daryl Williams will be on the fifty-three. It's just that for me, and this is obviously my opinion, which means diddly squat anyway. <laughs> I just feel like at O line, I feel like they're going to throw so many bodies at O line that they're going to need to like play the averages with O-line and just see if they can get the guy out of yeah. that position group. Yeah. 
Wide receivers. Um, it it kind of sets itself, this really, doesn't it? Uh, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins. I've got Demarcus Robinson as uh, WR3. <laughs> uh, Chris Conley. I'm still sticking with the Chris Conley thing because he's, mm. I still think he brings something, does Chris Conley. Um, it's a bit of a controversial one for me because I've I've been saying that this guy's going to be dropped. DeAnthony um, Thomas. Yeah, me too. I've got him in mind. Uh, he, he actually was a, a good bright point in the Bears game. And I thought, do you know what? He does bring something because mm. the uh, it looks as though Tremont Smith was going to be doing the uh, kick returns, but he hasn't really handled that well. He's quick, but he, I just don't think he's got the mindset yet to to uh, find the routes through. Um, but Anthony Thomas came on and he did a kick return, and it was he, he went for about fifty odd yards, I think it was. He was he was really on it, and you know he looked sprightly. He looked as though he was he was really saying to Tremont Smith, I, I, I need this roster spot. I'm going for this roster spot. Um, you're not going to take the kick returns away from me. Um, and he's he's the gunner as well, isn't he, in the special teams. Mm-hmm. So they may keep him for that. So I think he's I think he's warranted a spot from that. Um, and then I put... I'm undecided between Chesson and Pringle now. Oh, you've gone Pringle? Yeah. See, I think Pringle's going to get stashed away. Yeah, I think, it's a I shame. Think, I think he's practiced squad. I know he's made a number of excellent catches. Um, I'm torn between Shesson and Kemp. Kemp, uh, ah, yeah. Was a good one, yeah, good one. Shesson has is an excellent special teamer, and obviously the bottom of the roster is built for special teams. Mm-hmm. But he's had opportunities, yeah, at wide receiver, and he's just not taking them. No. Where Kemp last preseason. And this preseason has taken his opportunities when they've come along. He scored a touchdown last week. He scored a touchdown last year, I remember. I think he caught one from Patrick Mahomes, in fact. Yeah. Um, I just think he might have done enough, you know. Um, it was an impressive touchdown he scored last week. Poor tackling, admittedly, but it was impressive. I Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really undecided. I think I'm going to go with Kemp, Kemp, just so I haven't yeah. got the same old, same old. Um, I think Shesson may, may have played his last down as a chief well or tonight he might he may do yeah yeah he's, he's not really done anything to that i can think of that i've gone well he did do this he did this mm. catch or he did this run or he did well, the, he's not he's a bit bland at the minute isn't he he's just a special teams guy yeah he is I, I know the system is hard for wide receivers to pick up but now he's had two training camps in it and he still hasn't really done anything out of that position when he's had opportunities and he's coming up against like second and third stringers and he's still not doing anything so mm. um, yeah I, I do think his services have been um, what's, the, what's the term there Brad? His services have been rendered? Is rendered that right? that's the one yes I was going to say rendered but that's that rendered. that's that <laughs> that's that, um, that judge program judge rendered yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you've got uh, a lot to learn, young Padawan. I have, I have indeed. <laughs> uh, next category: tight ends. Um, I've gone for three here. I've gone Travis Kelsey. I put Harris, but I j- only because purely yeah. I'm like I don't know who else to put really. You and can't I've... put Harris. Why? Because Harris is suspended for week one, so he can't be on the fifty-three. So it will be if you're going to put three, it'd be the three that I've selected: Kelsey, Ellis, and Amaro. Amaro, and then, I've got yeah. And then once. Harris has served his suspension. He can get activate, can be activated to the fifty three, and someone will have to be dropped. See, I think that Kelsey Ellis tomorrow will be the tight ends for week one, but yeah. I think week two you will see a different set. Can we not just keep 
Ellis. Oh, you know me. I would much rather just say keep Kelsey, Ellis, Amaro, and never see Demetrius Harris ever again. <laughs> um, <laughs> you well, know my uh, thoughts on him. We've said this before. I mean, Demetrius Harris for me. There's 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 a lot of things that are. What's the word? I'm I'm trying to find a a good way of saying it. I have, there's more negatives than there is positives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the on and off the, the pros. Yeah, on and off the field, and that's the yeah. thing. And I just think. Why are we still bothering with it? I agree. Um, it feels like the Demetrius Harris project has been going on for donkey's years. Yeah. And he can't, he can catch a tough ball every now and then, but for every catch he makes, there's two, maybe three drops. There's yeah. just, there's brain farts. Like I remember a couple of years ago, he did an awful block in the back, and that's the one that caused me to call him out on Twitter when he, <laughs> he favorited my tweet. <laughs> like, he Googled his own name, basically. Yeah. Um, he just has brain farts and. I just don't get it anymore. He's an excellent athlete. There's no getting away from that. He's got a big body that you can see why they wanted to try and make him into a tight end. Obviously, mm. coming from that basketball background where you can box players out and just beat a bigger guy and reach out and get the ball. But the problem is his hands are made of stone. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we cannot carry tight ends that can't catch the ball anymore. Like, well, we the, need, this we is need to get have players that aren't going to let us down with our hands. Yeah, and especially in the tight end, mm, yeah. that's that, that's already the safety blanket of any quarterback. Is the, the the modern day tight end, and especially when the second tight end, most of their targets are going to be in the red zone. Yeah, when you're down at the goal line, you need this score on third and two or second and goal from the six yard line. If he's throwing to the second tight end, we need him to come up trumps. And I just don't feel confident in Demetrius Harris. So if mm. they did decide to cut him I would be fine with that I don't think they will because I think Andy Reid loves him and if he did get cut he would get picked up by another team because another team will see it as oh look at this project guy we could probably make him better well I don't think you can I think Demetrius Harris has probably already reached his ceiling and I hope I'm wrong if he stays on the team I just don't think I am you know we were talking about uh, we're going to be doing our bold predictions in a bit but um, my bold prediction would be Demetrius Harris gets cut by the Chiefs goes to another team wins the Super Bowl can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine how mad you'd be there mate <laughs> yeah. who, who does he win a Super Bowl with and how much of an influence does he have I don't know it'd be somebody, somebody like the, I don't know he'll go with the Browns or something like that and they'll win a bloody Super Bowl right, and Just, he catches three TDs in the playoff yeah and he'll be yeah. like MVP in, the, in the, the Super Bowl or something I don't know something like something random like that oh, okay <laughs> that's my that's a bold bold prediction I like what you did with the mic there Bold, yeah. <laughs> People's ears are now vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get the uh, the velvet tone of uh, Ryan Tracy going there. Uh, offensive lineman, uh, Eric Fisher. Yeah, your mate Cam Irvin, mm-hmm. Mitch Morse, uh, LDT, Mitchell Schwartz, Parker Anger. Uh, I, I liked Wiley. I've liked mm-hmm. him. Yeah, um, I think he's he's come in there and he's he's done a job, a decent job this time as well. He's settled that that kind of guard position, left side. Um, Witzman and okay. McKenzie. I'm going for Khalil McKenzie. Hey, so you've gone for nine linemen, yeah? Yeah. Okay, I've gone for nine as well. Mm. Um, the only difference there is I've got Jordan Devy as opposed to Brian Witzman. Jordan right. Devi. See, right. Devi was one of the first names because he can back up at centre as well. So um, that's the reason why he's in there. Obviously, Wiley's impressed so far in preseason. McKenzie 
uh, is a project. Yeah. We've just drafted him, so he's not going to get cut. Um, you'd think not anyway. Um, so it was a toss-up between Witzman and Einger. And I just played on what I've seen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Einger we saw of two seasons ago before he got injured is better than the Witzman I saw last year. Right. So that's the way I that's the way I decided to to play it. I feel like the Chiefs might feel the same. Obviously they invested some capital in Ingo. He was either a second or a third round pick, I can't remember mm-hmm. what he round he went in then. So I just feel like that they're not totally ready to give up on yeah. the Ingo experiment yet. He's still got it, like you said, he he, he impressed like you said, when uh, in his rookie year, wasn't it, or whatever, mm. uh, he looked really good, and and then he had that really horrible injury. Mm. Um, so yeah, I can I can kind of see where you're going. So you've gone for more like utility. Yeah, I yeah. I, I think they've got their five. I think Cam Irving will be the left guard. Mm. Um, might be Wiley. You never know. And then Mackenzie won't see many snaps anyway because mm-hmm. he is the project. But I think the uh, the others are there to try and cover as much as the O line as possible at any given time. Yeah. And I think Witzman will be the one that gets cut on the back of it. Okay, D-lineman. Uh, I think this speaks for itself. Uh, so, so just as a count, so far you've spent, to do if I'm right, 8, 11, 20, you've 26 picks on the offense. You've, that about right, is it? Yeah. And I haven't I've numbered s- them. I should have numbered them. <laughs> <laughs> you spent 26 and I've spent 25. So really? Oh, yeah, because you, you, took, you took the extra back. I did. You're right. You took the right. extra back. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, D lineman uh, speaks for itself, doesn't it? Jones, Bailey, Nadi, Williams, Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it for me. Okay, you've gone five. I've gone six. I've gone for Hamilton. Oh Hamilton's, right, yeah. Okay. Hamilton seemed like he had an okay game last week. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can ever have enough D lineman. If you can get a rotation going as much as possible, then it's only gonna. So you've spent your time. extra one on. Uh, on, on, a, the D on, line. on the D line, yeah, Ooh. which puts his level. Yeah, um, it should be interesting what happens on the D line this year because Naddy's looked quite good, uh, Williams has looked quite good. Um, a lot of people saying Jones is due for a big breakout. I hope that's right. If we yeah. can get some interior pressure, then that's only gonna pay dividend for the likes of K Pass Ford and Justin Houston. Um, yeah, this, which... this team desperately needs inside pressure, and especially if the secondary is going to be bad as well. Um, yeah. That that front seven of the Chiefs is going to be so important going forward. Yeah, exactly. Well, that leads us on to linebackers. Uh, I've, Houston, I've, I've done it as outside linebackers and then inside linebackers. Or have you done it? Have you now? All right, I've done it as linebackers, not inside and outside. But, oh, okay. Uh, I, I suppose you can you can work it out from these. But mm-hmm. uh, Justin Houston, D. Ford, Brian Speaks, Tano Passanior, Reggie Ragland, Anthony Hitchens, Ben Neiman. Uh, Uke Ligwe and Dorian O'Daniel I've put in uh, so you've gone for nine backers yeah I've gone for ten have you uh, yeah I've got an extra outside linebacker who's the extra uh, Frank Zombo Zombo uh, right again you're going utility I like what you're doing here I think Zombo would have been cut in the off season if mm-hmm. they weren't gonna wanting to, willing to keep him around right uh, I don't think Breland Speaks has probably showed enough to warrant getting rid of Zombo either. Um, yeah. K-Pass has looked pretty good. Same with D4, he hasn't looked great either. So Zombo's just, you know what you get with Zombo. He's not mm-hmm. going to be the most flattering of He does a job, players, though, But he's But he does a job, yeah, and I yeah. think Andy Reid likes him. And he's a very good special teamer as well. 
Yeah. So Dave too would have had a obviously a say in this. So yeah, I think special teams is coming to play. There. I've, I've, I've figured something out here. You're very much a utility safety blanket kind of guy, aren't you? Make sure you have enough in the, in these key areas. I just think that the with the modern NFL, you need to use so much of your roster now hmm. that you need guys that can do more. We were right. talking before the show about the Gridiron magazine, which you should go and get, by the way, because it's it's got a lot of loving for the Chiefs this year, or this particular issue. And there's a fantastic interview with Patrick Mahomes in there. But there's an article in there regarding safety play yeah, and how safeties these days are now expected to do multiple things where they can't just be a free safety running the back they can't be the strong safety that plays the inside linebacker these guys are expected to do so much when it comes to covering slots covering tight ends stacking the box covering the back end they're, they're expected to do so much more than they were 15 10 15 years ago and i think that's becoming the same with all types of players now that the players very few players are going to be allowed just to be specialists look mm. at justin houston justin houston is a pass rusher but still bob sutton sticks him in coverage <laughs> yeah which annoys a lot of Chiefs fans yeah it annoys a lot but the scheme asks for justin houston to do that mm. and i just feel like the, the the team now in the modern day nfl just needs as much as they can possibly get out of a player yeah. and the likes of Frank Zombo, okay, he he's a a good, an average to good backup outside linebacker, but he's an excellent special teamer. Mm-hmm. So that would be the thinking and keeping them around. Yeah, don't get me yeah. wrong. Had Breland Speak showed a bit more and looked like he was going to be ready to step up. Same with K Pass and become the guy on the other end. Then mm-hmm. I think probably Zombo could have made way for someone like Chesson, who is a excellent special teamer. But whilst no one else is willing to take that 53rd spot, I feel like it goes to Frank Zombo. Right. There you go. You think he's earned it, yeah? I think he's, he's I think he's earned it ahead of others. Yeah. In different years, he might not have. But this particular year, I feel like he has. Yeah. Okay, my favourite position. Uh, cornerbacks. Mm. Kendall Fuller really impressed me. Really like what he's. Uh, we've got a. We've got an absolute steal in that guy. We really have. Mm-hmm. Um, Nelson, Stephen Nelson, um, Orlando Scandrick, Tremont Smith, Arian Springs. Uh, dare I put Amerson in? I don't know. I, I, Amerson's not shown anything for me, and I've got him down. But I'm not thinking. Do you know what? I might just take him out and have a fifty-two man. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. That's all right. We'll just start the game with 10 men in, honestly. It's fine. <laughs> we don't need him. <laughs> no, that's it. I mean, Scandrick, although, yeah, he did get burned on that one play, it was it was well done by the Bears player. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he made up for that later on because I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but did I see Scandrick go to the other side of the field where Amerson was to make a tackle after Amerson got burned? On the back end, yeah, he, yeah. he did. And I'm thinking, what the heck is he doing over there? Well, I mean, a good I know hustle he's, from Scandrick. You are. It's a good hustle from Scandrick. It was, yeah, but I'm thinking, why do we? We don't want two cornerbacks on the same side of the field in that in that way. That way, do we? Well, Amerson yeah. should be sorting that out straight away without having uh, Scandrick having to come across. Uh, yeah, I agreed, but players are going to get beaten. It's it's a good sign that in preseason Scandrick was willing to come from the 
the the backsides all across all the way across the field to make make the play, and that's yeah. what you want to see. You don't want to see players giving up. Um, but David Amerson, David David Amerson, what do we do? I haven't got him in mind. I've got I've gone for five corners. I've gone for Fuller, Nelson, Scandrick, Traymond Smith, and Aaron Springs. I do think the Chiefs make a play for a cornerback though this weekend. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you think? Yeah, no, not necessarily a trade, but I do feel like there's going to be someone cut cut elsewhere that the Chiefs are going to want to cut, take a look at and bring in. Really? Because that's, remember, we, we've got, what, 40-odd cast-offs mm. heading, making their way to free agency, but so is every other team. Yeah. That's a lot of players that are all of a sudden made available. That's, that's nearly, a, well, it's over a 1,000 players that all of a sudden are without jobs. Yeah, I like your tweet. Squads. I really like your tweet the other day when you said, uh, I've heard there's a really good guy over at the Rams. <laughs> that we could probably uh, what, give a, what, a second and a six round pick for yeah. Marcus Peters he sounds good yeah. um, it, it just still sticks in my throat that we got rid of him you know and I know I had the issue with him not really tackling as hard as I'd like him to but I'd have him back in a second yeah over nice. you know over somebody like Amazon I mean he's, he's another he's another gains isn't he it feels like it mm. it does feel like it's one guy that Obviously, that we realistically could have kept hold of. I know we could realistically could have kept over hold of Marcus Peters, but Terence Mitchell looks like he's doing yeah. okay in the Browns. Like I, he's graded out via PFF pretty well so far preseason. I quite liked him. We all liked him. Pitches. I thought it was great. Yeah, he had a bit of swagger. Um, I think he got harshly done by mm. by Reed and Son last year when he wasn't playing for the yeah. likes of. Gaines and I just and who was the other one I can't remember his name the other one that's playing ahead of him I like Terence Mitchell I wish he was still around and he obviously got paid by the Rams he's on a 10 million dollar contract mm-hmm. so John Dorsey obviously values him um, it's a shame that we are in a situation with corner where we are pretty desperate yeah if we're being honest we are desperate that the fact that we're we're talking here about five guys one of them we picked up two weeks ago and the <laughs> two and the other two are rookies um, I, I would like us to be in a strong position if we were I do feel like this the outcome of the season would be different um, mm. we, we get into that on the next show when we do our season predictions but I do feel like the secondary as the group as it is is going to be our Achilles heel and the thing that yeah. lets us down I, I do like Springs though yeah, I've, uh, I've liked the look of him um, when he's been on he's looked solid mm. so yeah really happy with him uh, right so there's two more categories for me uh, safeties Mm-hmm. Eric Berry, Armani Watts, Eric Murray, and Leon McQuay, is it? McKee? Yep, I completely agree. Obviously, Dan Sorensen will come back and yeah. come into that group. Um, if any of them is going to be taken out, I'd probably say it's McKay. Yeah. Um, Armani Watts is a draft pick, so here's hang around. Uh, Murray's probably done enough to warrant hanging about at least for one more year. Yeah. I, d- I feel like he's on borrowed time, though. Um, I feel like he needs to start producing a little bit more in the next 18 months or so otherwise questions will be asked and he might yeah. not find a spot on this team I think with Eric Barry's... Murray though it all depends on Watts doesn't it yeah but that's down to Murray to make sure that Watts doesn't have a job mm-hmm. like I don't know who the starting safeties are going to be in week one I should imagine it's going to be Murray and Berry. so Murray's yeah. going to have that opportunity and as long as he's playing well, 
Armani Watts should not get a look in. So it's down to Eric Murray to keep Armani Watts out of the team. It's, he's on the onus is on him now, and if he doesn't produce, then we are going to be in a position where he won't be on the team either next summer or the summer after. Yeah. Now is I count that as that's my fifty. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Here. Um, so the specialist you've, you've, you've kept Amazon in, haven't you? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah, um, maybe because I just think cornerbacks we need all the cornerback help we can get, even if it's a bad cornerback. But anyway, <laughs> um, specialist as usual: Winchester, Booker, and Colquitt. Yeah, um, they're nailed on there, those guys, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my fifty-three. That's your 53, which had a few little tweaks in there. Um, I, I don't think we're expecting any big cuts. I think I was expecting DeAnthony Thomas to get cut. Um, but I think he's 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 kind of fighting back now uh, to, to stake his, his claim. So that if I had to say that was going to be the, the biggest cut for me, uh, would have been DeAnthony Thomas. But I, I'm not so sure now. I'm really not so sure. Who do you think is going to be the biggest cut from your North. side? Well, from the fifty-three that I've, well, from any, from any, you know, is there anybody in there that you think, yeah, he's 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 his time's run out really with the Chiefs. Maybe Harris. Harris. Maybe um, wide receiver, obviously Chesson, yeah. possibly. But we're not talking big cuts. We're not talking about any of the big names. I was here. just about to say that it's not big names we're going for, is it? I mean, we've done all of that really already with uh, with Johnson going and and. Um, Harley. Who else went? Harley, yeah, Tom Harley went as well. God, we we lost a lot of big names there, yeah. didn't we? It's it's not like it's Jeremy Macklin last year. No, when, when we lost Jeremy Macklin in the middle of the summer, and we're all sitting there like, what the hell has gone on here? Everyone was losing their minds over that. Yeah, weren't they? it's it's not gonna it's not gonna go that way. There's not gonna be a big cut. There will be some cuts that will upset people if they happen, like the likes of Ben Neiman. If Ben Neiman doesn't get a roster spot, I think that will upset a load. Oh, he's got to get a roster spot. He has to, uh, but. Obviously, they see him a lot more than we do. So if they do decide he's not worthy of the spot, then you have to trust their judgment. But that won't stop people getting upset about it, mm. especially considering that he will not stay on the practice squad. He will be uh, shipped away or oh, I will. Yeah. picked up by another team almost immediately, you should imagine. Without a doubt. Without, he'll get somewhere if they don't keep him. And mm. that's a worrying worrying thing, really, because we've unearthed a good, a good gem there. Speaking of which, I don't know who retweeted it yesterday on the Arrowheads Abroad Twitter account, but apparently... Um, I look like Ben Neiman. You look like Ben Neiman. Yeah, someone t- tweeted out. I yes. sure. I think I said that. <laughs> when did okay. I? Who, who did I say that to? I said that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Did I not say it in the last, the last podcast? I have no idea. Or the one <laughs> the way where he had a bit of a breakout where he uh, took the pick six. I'm I'm sure I said it looks like you, Tom. And you're like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, maybe he does. I think um, you said something like you were better looking or something. I don't, I don't know. You were dissing well, I'd, him. I'd like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'm going I'm to try and get him to uh, to, to tweet you. <laughs> What's this I hear about you uh, saying you're better looking? <laughs> anyway, um, we've got some bold predictions briefly. Um, we did ask on the Facebook page and the Twitter page about any bold predictions. Now, I, I did a massive bold prediction, which isn't Chiefs related, but I said that the Patriots weren't going to make the playoffs this year. And, do you know, there's a few people have actually said that recently as well, that the Patriots don't look like the team that they, they once were. And You're they're fearing mad. that they're going to be not, not in the playoffs. But Chiefs all related. Mad. What? All mad. 
home. Mad, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it'll happen, mate. You, you know what'll happen? Because I've no, said it. No. Playing, <laughs> we're not going to go into this because people can go back and listen to that show where you made a bet with the whole of Chiefs Kingdom, it seems like. But they play in the worst division in football when they've got the greatest quarterback of all time and the greatest coach of all time. There is no way in hell. The wide <laughs> receivers not... have, have depleted. The oh, all lines depleted. It doesn't matter. They've got Brady and Belichick. As long as he can't do it all, man. He literally does it all. <laughs> can't do it all. <laughs> he lit- and you say they're wide receivers. They've got they they got rid of Kenny Rip, knowing what they already had, and so they're obviously happy what they got. They got Chris Hogan. Julian Edmonds only suspended for the first four weeks. It's a sixteen game season. They're only four be, weeks. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna be absolutely fine. Like it's mad. They're still gonna be the number one or the number two seed in the AFC. They're more than likely gonna be hosting the AFC Championship game. They're more than likely gonna be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. They're more than likely gonna be on that stage host uh, lifting the Vince Lombardi trophy. This is the New England Patriots we're talking about in this millennium. They literally dominate and I do not see that stopping until either two one or two things happen. Bill Pelichek dies or retires. <laughs> No, I'm telling you now, this year, the dynasty is falling apart. It's crumbling. Okay. I feel like we should have more than a beer on this. <laughs> Actually, didn't I, did I bet 10 Newcastle Brown Ales? You did. You with did. Uh, our our listeners. Yeah, that's going to be a um, cost you a lot in postage, I tell you. <laughs> well, Nuki Brown Ale, it's like tuppence up here, mate. <laughs> it's in the river. <laughs> um, did you have any bold predictions for the Chiefs this year? My bold prediction is it's not particularly bold, but it, I suppose it is a little bit. Despite the number of offensive weapons on the Chiefs team, Tyreek Hill will lead the NFL in receiving yards. Yeah, yep. Even though, Last even year. though Mahomes will spray it around a bit. Yep. I feel like that they have that good a connection already. Yeah. That Hill is going to be his bailout guy. Mm-hmm. And he has the ability to knock up 50, 60, 70 yards in one play. That's one catch. And Hill's got the speed to catch it, hasn't he? Exactly. And yeah. then you only have to add a few more catches. Like last year, what, he finished 200 yards or 250 yards behind the number one guy last year that was last year with Alex Smith Tariq Hill is now a few months further on playing with a quarterback that's going to get the ball out more we're going to be in a lot of high scoring games remember because yeah. of this defence there's going to be a lot of passes being thrown so I feel like Tariq Hill could could lead the NFL in no not he could he, he will will lead the NFL in receiving yards this year bold prediction bold, bold prediction, prediction. Yeah, yeah that's a, that's a good one a good one. Um, so nothing like you know Mahomes is going to throw nine thousand yards or anything like that. No, that, I think that might be a bit too bold. <laughs> nine thousand yards, it's doable. He can do it. What's that per game? I can't even bother to work that out. Was it five hundred? So what? That's like five hundred and twenty yards a game. I don't know. Five, five. Yeah. Well, it's at least five hundred yards a game, isn't it? Um, what five hundred eight <laughs> yards a game? I don't think he's going to do it. <laughs> Some, do you know, it's somehow. funny. It's funny. Someone said, um, you know, all this thing about like quarterbacks. You know, Rogers getting his payday and all that kind of thing, and um, you know, big money signs. You know, that kind of thing. Contracts coming to an end and stuff. And somebody said, uh, by the time that Mahomes' um, next contract is up, he'll he'll already won three Super Bowls anyway. <laughs> and I went, no, he'll win five. And they were like, 
that's three years away. How's he going to win five Super Bowls? I went, he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just Life have the belief. <laughs> finds a way. <laughs> Life finds a way. He can do it. Trust me, he can do it. Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers, that man is grossly overpaid. What was it? One hundred and thirty-four million dollars. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like Green Bay, Green Bay Packers. Like, I kind of get the love in Farron Rodgers because he is a spectacular quarterback. Yeah, but as a franchise, they underachieve, and that's rich coming from us because we don't do anything. But they're at a point now where they've had twenty-five years straight of Hall of Fame quarterback play, and they've got two Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers has been for one Super Bowl in his career. Um, if he doesn't make another Super Bowl now, the Packers are going to look silly giving him this amount of money because I don't know the ins and outs of the contract, but from the outside looking in, it seems like it might affect their ability to bring in players. Someone said that someone said it might free up some cap room short term, but long term it's going to obviously hinder them. But well, the I, don't next, know I was going to say the next few years they're going to have like. Well, they're going to have to sign undrafted free agents, aren't they? Just to cover the team. Just to get a 53-man roster. <laughs> Which they're very good at in Green Bay. They don't very really hit free agency very hard, but that's probably their biggest downfall. Like yeah. They have an opportunity now to go out and get Khalil Mack, which they 100% should, should do. Yeah. If if you're the Packers GM, I don't know who he is. I don't know his name. I think it's Brian something. But offer Oakland two first-rounders at least two first-rounders, and get the, the former Defensive Player of the Year on your team, then you're looking at having Aaron Rodgers on one side, Khalil Mack on mm. the other. And that's a team that can win Super Bowls, but I just don't yeah. feel like the Packers, as they are, despite having Rodgers, who is very good, great, to be fair, can win the Super Bowl with him, mm. unlike because of the whole structure of the thing, with coaching and everything. I don't think I think Mike McCarthy is a bit of an overrated coach as well, where mm. you look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, but he is helped, of course, by having the greatest coach of all time with him. So I just, I just feel like the Packers as an organisation has probably let Aaron Rodgers down a little bit. Um, but that's not to say that he doesn't get any of the blame because at the end of the day, he does play the most important position on the pitch, and, or field, rather. And... It does come down on him, and he is in the big moments expected to deliver, which he doesn't always do. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this is my little rant about Aaron Rodgers over. Well, the the other big contract news was um, Odell Beckham Jr. getting his ninety five million, something like sixty five million uh, guaranteed, wasn't it? And then instantly there was articles coming out uh, from Arrowhead Addict, Arrowhead Pride about this might have a knock on effect for when Hill's contract is is up for renewal. Um, is that something we've got to be worried about, do you think? Something we've got to keep an eye on? No. I I don't think Tyreek Hill, despite how well he plays, will ever be in the same league as Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham, he is the face of the franchise. Yeah. He is the face of the NFL globally for many because of that catch. Like, as soon as he He's made that one, out on that a bit, though. Yeah, but why not? His brand is built on that one-handed catch and his ability to make one-handed catches as soon as he made that one-handed catch he become a global superstar was that four years ago yeah it was a long time ago now I it was a really deep wide receiver draft if i remember right i think brandon cooks was on it in it as well there was a number of wide receivers mike evans maybe even as well yeah um but as soon as he made that catch he become a superstar overnight and yeah because he's the face of the franchise and pretty much the face of the NFL he's probably deserving of that contract where Tyreek Hill 
isn't really the face of the NFL in any way, shape or form. Um, he's not really the face of the Chiefs either. That's that's now Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And I just feel that despite how well he may play and how many yards he may rack up, I just feel like he's always going to be the bridesmaid, never the yeah. bride. And I've, yeah. I just, in terms of wide receiver, Odell Beckham, he is the bride of wide receiver and no one's ever going to really come close to his sort of money. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy really, I think, because I think Hill would will be, will finish off being a better receiver than Beckham. There's a bold prediction. That's a bold prediction, yeah. Stamp yeah. that down in a bold prediction. Yeah, we're seeing com- Canton Tyreek. Yeah, we'll come back to that. What, <laughs> what year? 2027. Yeah. We'll come back to that when Tyreek... Well, so we'll- we- what was the what was the one that failed us last time when we said oh well oh, we're going to go to Marcus Peters one weren't we yeah yeah but we, we can't do that now that's um, kind of, that's kind of the cards yeah. um, I've got a couple of bold predictions from Twitter from other people all um, right. uh, Dougie the Welsh chief says Eric Berry decides to run for president in twenty twenty um, that's <laughs> I like that one that's pretty bold um, I'm I got tagged in a Packers post earlier and our mentions is full of Packers fans oh you don't want that. No, um, what else? We will have a decent run defence against Le'Veon Bell in week two. That's probably taking it a bit too far for me. <laughs> uh, the Depends if Berry's will... playing, because if Berry's playing, he'll hit him, trust me. <laughs> um, the Chiefs will be the top scoring team in the league with Sammy Watkins getting over 10 touchdowns. That's John Carwright, who also said that the Lions and the Bengals will both win a playoff game this year. Really? Um, I wonder what John Smokes. Yeah, I wonder what John's smoking down in uh, Southampton because think, whatever it is, I want some. <laughs> I think the Lions might be all right, but Bengals. Yeah, I just, I think, I think he's might be having us on a little bit. Yeah. And Neil Swift went along the same line as you. He said Patrick Mahomes will have a better season than Brady, um, and the Pats will miss out on the playoffs. Um, I completely and utterly disagree. But we discussed about that. Yeah, earlier. like see, a lot of people are thinking it now. I planted the seed. And then Jeff Gold made a prediction that you will actually get your wallet out when we go to Newcastle. That's impossible. That's yeah. not a bold prediction. That's 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 never going to happen. <laughs> uh, two more bold predictions. Alan Morrison said that he predicts that Hunt, Hill, Kelsey, Watkins will all break a thousand yards each, and Kelsey will only be beaten by the top five row receivers on yards after the catch. It's a very technical one, man. Alan's, Alan's given that some thought. And then finally, Graham Smith. Um, the Raiders will win the Super Bowl after the Chiefs do their bit for age concern and give up their last their playoff spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Well, I, actually, I, I've, I've just thought of one there. Mm-hmm. Demarcus Robinson will get more yards than Sammy Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drinking. Trust me, I'm not drinking. <laughs> <That's> not- <laughs> Nah, there's some good ones there. I like the Eric Berry one, going for president. Yeah, yeah can't do any worse, can he? <laughs> can't do any worse. Neither <laughs> of us could do any worse than that, mate. No, Trust me. We but, should but, really bring politics into it. I was going to say, let's not get political about all of that. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some diehard fans of Trump over there, I'm sure yeah. we have. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, uh, just one more thing before we go. Uh, heads up to all of our gold members, because uh, we'll be doing the first live draw. Um, of our prizes, our awesome prizes. On uh, is it on Sunday the game? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. How do you feel about doing it during halftime? Of the, can uh, do, yeah, yeah. Can half-time do. Half time of the Chargers game. 
Yeah, sounds good. I I was going to do a live uh, thing on my own uh, YouTube channel, but yeah, I don't mind doing that. I don't mind doing that. Okay. <laughs> Slave to the cause, mate. Slave to the cause. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll probably do that um, either. Yeah, we'll we'll do it half time. Eh? Let's do it half time. Something something for people to uh, watch and be entertained. Mm-hmm. Me fumbling over a, a tablet trying to uh, <laughs> trying to do the draw. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so make sure you subscribe to the Arrowheads Abroad YouTube channel uh, if you want to see the draw draw happen live. Uh, it will be recorded and shared soon afterwards as well on Facebook and Twitter, so you won't miss it. Uh, also on the YouTube channel, uh, I'm creating these Chiefs coasters now, uh, which is a it's a guide on the three best players of the week and the three worst players of the week on the Chiefs. So uh, yeah, look out for that as well. Uh, there's going to be other things cropping up on the uh, the Arrowheads Broad YouTube channel, uh, so please hit that subscribe button on it. Get those numbers up, um, and especially to our gold members, because like I said, all the prize draws are uh, prize draws. What's a prize draws? I don't know. Um, it's too late for me to even. You're not even correcting me. You would have pounced on that if you were awake. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all the prize draws will be live on the YouTube link. So make sure you head over to that. And so there's still, I, still plenty of time to sign up for gold membership. Exactly. There's always time, and we've got some awesome prizes coming as well. Yeah. You, I can tell you're getting excited because we've got some on the way as well, haven't we? That uh, we've we've already let everybody know about, but. Tom's waiting for them to be uh, delivered, <laughs> so I can have them and display in my house for yeah. a few months. <laughs> yeah, I, and I've got the Kareem Hunt one. It's actually on my shelf now, mate. So you better hurry up and get rid of that one because that'll that'll grow roots. I've got a feeling that that might be the one shipped out next Sunday, <sighs> but that's to be confirmed. Right, it might get lost in the post, but we'll uh, <laughs> we'll we'll yeah we'll compensate you otherwise. <laughs> uh, right, so I think Tom's on his last last battery life now, aren't you, mate? You need your bed. Yeah, I do. Bless you. I've Bless got to edit the show first and send it out. Is that, oh, is that what you're doing as well? Oh, yeah. It's normally Dave's mind. job, but he's not here. So why is Dave yeah. not here again? I don't know. He's the busiest man on earth, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is busy. He's always busy. He's getting to the point where we're going to take him off the graphic. You know the Arrowheads of Ball podcast. It says Brad Brad Simcox. Sometimes Charles, Dave, Dave Barnett. Barnett. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Special and, guest. Yeah, and Dave Barnett slash Auburn Brackets if he can be bothered to turn up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. well, I'm sure we'll have him on the next one. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. We'll, I think when the season starts, because he, he he's already said before the preseason it's just not for him, is it? <laughs> he's not really bothered about the preseason, but when the season starts, he really gets into it. So hopefully we'll get him on those on those shows then. Um, so that's it this week for the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show again. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes, and you won't miss a thing. So from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon. <laughs>